The Mindspo Podcast. What do you see with your mind's eyes? Welcome back. Let's elevate. Roll your shoulders up and back. Unclench your jaw. Elongate your spine as you take a deep breath in. And now, exhale. Now take your mind to that person, place, or thing that you have gratitude for and start to feel into the joy available to you at all times. Elevate into a higher vibration as we expand together and dive into this conversation. Welcome to the Mindspo podcast. My name is Rochelle Fox. I am your host. And if you are someone that really wants to dream big, but also wants to live a life that is slow and mindful and in alignment, then I know this episode is for you. So today we are diving into the science behind creating and making new habits. And this is a topic that has been a really big one for me lately. It's something that I've wanted to learn more about and educate myself on because I am in a big life transition at the moment. I've just moved back to Sydney, Australia after being an expat in Bali for the last six years. And I'm here in Sydney for at least the next six months. And while I'm here in Sydney, I have a very big project that I need to get done. And this brand new project that I'm working on, it is really requiring me to become a new version of myself. There's a line that I've always really loved that I've heard so many entrepreneurs say in the past, and it's that every level has another devil. And what that really means to me is that every time you want to elevate or level up your life or achieve something new, there is going to be a new devil, a new dragon, a new battle that you have to overcome and conquer in order to reach your next goal. And when I really think about what I have to get done in the next six months and the big project that I'm working on that I'm going to be able to share with you really soon, when I think about that, it really comes down to my daily routine. I need to become a master at my daily routine in order to get all the things that I want to get done. But I don't want to just be hustling and doing a million and one things and burning myself out. I want to be living a life in alignment. And I really want to be hacking my routines, my productivity, my time, all of these things, I want to be smart about it. I'm not someone that wants to just work hard and grind. Yeah, I'm willing to put in the work and I'm willing to do hard things and commit myself, but I really want to have as much alignment as possible while I go after my big dreams. And when it comes to making things happen, like I said, it comes down to your habits. So this episode is a scientifically backed episode where my team and I have found eight tips that can really help you when it comes to habit creation. These are all tips and tricks that are backed by studies that have research behind them. And these are the things that can really help us move the needle forward to really think about habits in a new way that is smart and is not just some hot take that someone gave or someone's opinion. Like these are all things that are rooted in evidence. And I'm really looking for tools and strategies that have evidence behind them right now when it comes to my time, because I don't have much time to waste if I want to get everything that I want to get done. So without saying any more, let's dive into the episode and see how habits are formed. 
So before we talk about building healthy habits, it's important to understand how habits are formed in the first place. But for that, we have to talk about something called the habit loop. So the habit loop is a concept that was first discovered by psychologists at MIT back in 1999, and they reported a simple yet powerful framework that explains how habits are structured and why they are so persistent. And later in his 2012 book, The Power of Habit, journalist Charles Dung coined the framework the habit loop. What exactly is the habit loop? Well, it consists of three components, the cue, the routine, and the reward. Let's break it down. So the cue, every habit is triggered by a specific cue. It can be anything from a specific time of day, a location, an emotional state, or even a certain person. The cue serves as a sign to your brain that it is time to start the habit. Next, we have the routine. The routine is the actual behavior or the action you perform in response to the cue. It's the habit itself, whether it's brushing your teeth, meditating, going for a run, or reaching for that 3 p.m. sugary snack. Then we have the reward. So this is what your brain actually receives as a result of completing the routine. It's the positive feeling or the satisfaction that you get from the habit. Rewards are what makes your brain want to repeat the habit in the future. Now, here's the fascinating part. Over time, your brain starts to actually link the cue, the routine, and the reward, and it links it so closely that it actually becomes almost automatic. It's like your brain forms a shortcut so that you don't have to think so much about the habit as you do it. So this is why habits can feel so ingrained in our daily lives. Whether it's that morning coffee, that mindspin meditation, using Manifesty app, your daily Pilates routine, or even those not so healthy snacks that you reach for in the afternoon, they all follow this habit loop. So as we explore ways to build and change habits in this episode, I really want you to keep the habit loop in mind because it is a fundamental concept that underlies why habits are so powerful and how they actually influence our lives. So let's dive into now how we can make your new habit the easier choice. So your surroundings can actually make a big difference in forming good habits. And this concept is actually referred to as choice architecture. Now, there's actually a famous study by Dr. Anne Thorndike from the Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston that shows just how much our environment matters and how it can impact our habits. Now, this study found that something as simple and easy as changing the way that the soda drinks were actually displayed in the hospital cafeteria could actually influence people's choices. So what they did is they replaced the normally predominantly displayed sodas with bottles of water, making it easier for individuals to choose the healthier option. As a result, water sales increased and soda sales decreased. This shift was not due to any fancy persuasion tactics or educational campaigns. It was purely a change in the environment, making the healthier choice the easier choice. What can we learn from this study? Well, it highlights the importance of creating a supportive environment when trying to build new habits. So if you're looking to build a habit of eating healthier, for example, consider rearranging your kitchen. Place fruits and vegetables at eye level where you can see them and keep those tempting, less healthy snacks out of sight. And when you open your fridge or your pantry, you're going to be more likely to grab the healthier option because it's right there in front of you and readily available. The same goes if you want to read more. If your bookshelf sits quietly in the corner of your guest bedroom, it's likely that reading a book will probably slip out of your mind and you won't ever pick one up. So instead, place your book cabinet in your bedroom or somewhere that you can see it. I'll give you an example from my own life. 
I actually do this trick when I want to read more. So whenever I want to read more, what I do is I replace my phone on my work desk with my Kindle. That way, anytime I want to take a break and scroll Instagram or get distracted, my phone isn't sitting there. I put my phone in my drawer away so I can't see it, but my Kindle is there. And then when I see my Kindle, I have a choice. I can rather pick up my Kindle and I can read a few pages of a book if I'm looking for a break and I actually just want some mental stimulation and to pause on work, or I pick up my Kindle and I realize I'm just being distracted, I put it down and I get back into flow state. A little tip here, when you want to build a new habit, it is so important to make sure that the cues that trigger this new habit are not subtle and are not hidden. That is when they become easy to ignore. Instead, shaping your environment to highlight those new healthy habits, that is what's going to make a world of difference. And look, it's not just about your home environment. This also goes for places that you spend time as well, maybe outside of your house, like your workplace or your favorite coffee shop. Can you be the architect and make those small changes to make those new habits more accessible to you? Find out what your cues are. Now, you might wonder, how do I start creating a supportive environment? So one crucial aspect and really the first step to building that supportive environment for your new habit is discovering those cues. Cues are the triggers that set your habits in motion. These can be as simple as specific times of day, a familiar place, an alarm, an emotion, or even the presence of specific objects or people. Imagine cues as the launch pad for your habits. When a cue appears, it's like a signal to your brain saying, hey, let's begin this habit now. And it is so important to be aware of them. To become a master at habit building, you need to be a bit of a detective, a detective of your own behavior. So action step. I want you to grab your journal or your notes app on your phone. And whenever you catch yourself in the midst of a habit, I want you to jot down what triggered it. What was the particular time, the place, the thing? or the emotion. I want you to keep doing this exercise over the next few days or the next week. And as you do it, you're going to start noticing patterns. You'll start noticing those familiar cues, those familiar emotions that constantly set your habits into motion. Now, once you've identified these cues, you are equipped with a superpower for habit change, and you can tweak and modify these cues to make forming new habits way easier. For example, if you want to start a daily yoga routine and you discover that the cue is actually putting on your yoga clothes first thing in the morning, then you can set them out the night before. That way, the cue is right there, nudging you in the right direction, staring you in the face when you wake up. Discovering your cues is kind of like finding a treasure map for your habits. It's the first step towards creating a supportive environment that can make building new habits feel like second nature. My next tip is to only start one habit at a time. Okay, (laughs) let's be real. This is one of the biggest mistakes that I see time and time again. And it's one that I have made time and time again when trying to build new habits and routines. And look, I know that it can be so tempting to tackle multiple habits at once, especially if you're feeling really motivated and you feel like you wanna make lots of positive changes in your life and you're just like amped up and you're ready to go. But this is where the science comes into play, and this is where you need to slow down. Research has shown that attempting to master multiple habits at the same time actually reduces your chances of success. It's kind of like trying to juggle too many balls at once. Sooner or later, one is going to drop. As humans, we have limited mental and emotional bandwidth, and when we spread ourselves too thin trying to change too many things all at once, it becomes overwhelming, and our willpower gets depleted and our attention becomes divided. 
excited. On the other hand, when we concentrate our efforts on one specific habit, we can direct all of our energy, all of our focus, and our willpower towards it. This more focused approach actually increases our chances of success because we are not spreading ourselves too thin. So... If you are trying to build new habits or replace old ones, make sure you prioritize. Choose one habit that's the most important for you right now and give it your full and undivided attention. Once that habit is firmly established and it feels like second nature, then you can easily move on to the next one. This approach not only enhances your chances of actually successfully building new habits, but it also sets a foundation for lasting change. On a personal note, I found that while our brain likes to think more change is better, I actually find that it's less about lots of change and more about having focus and flow. I found through personal experience that when I actually focus all of my energy on one really good habit and I actually implement it, then that good habit flows over to all the other areas of my life and it creates a domino effect and it builds this self-trust. But when I do the opposite and I try and attempt to change multiple things all at once, I don't feel flow. I feel force, which then slows me down. When it comes to change, and habit formation, less is truly more. Next, I want to get into habit stacking. So if you have read the famous book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, you might remember this one. It's a simple yet powerful idea that can supercharge your efforts in building new habits. So habit stacking actually involves integrating a new habit into an existing routine by stacking it on top of a behavior that you already do consistently. It makes use of the power of association in our brains. So this is actually a method that we teach inside the Mindspo Meditation course to help our students implement meditation into their routine. And I got to tell you, it really works. Research shows that our brains are phenomenal at adapting procedural memories. These are basically the sequences or the actions that make up our daily routines. When you develop a habit, neural pathways are being formed in your brain that once established, eventually make these habits become second nature to you. Habit stacking taps into your brain's natural ability to form associations by stacking habits on top of existing ones and repeating this consistently. So what you're doing is you're encoding it into your brain's memory and eventually it becomes a seamless part of your daily flow. Here's an example of habit stacking that I teach in my signature online course, the Mindspo Meditation Method, where I teach my students how to do mantra-based meditation, which includes a section on how to make it a habit. So let's say you want to develop the habit of meditation. If you already have a morning routine of washing your face and doing your skincare routine, then you can stack your meditation habit right after it. So every morning after you've washed your face or you've applied your morning sunscreen, you'll meditate. By linking this new habit to an existing one, you're leveraging the power of cues as well as associations. Your brain recognizes the familiar routine of you doing your skincare routine or putting on that sunscreen, and that is the cue to perform the habit of meditating. This strategy makes it really easy to form new habits because it also eliminates the need to rely solely on something like willpower or motivation, and it reduces the number of decisions that you need to make during the day. It's also really tiring to keep making new decisions, and there's even a term for this called decision fatigue. So every day we face a lot of choices from what we want to wear, what we eat, how we want to go to work, even the smallest decision, like that can actually use up our mental energy. 
To illustrate this concept of decision fatigue, I want to dive into a study around parole boards. So these parole boards, they have to decide whether prisoners should be released on probation or not, which is a very tough choice with a lot of big consequences. So what researchers found was really surprising. As the day went on these parole boards, all of these judges were actually less likely to grant people parole, and they ended up saying almost no to everyone as the day went on. Why, you might ask? Well, because making tough choices earlier in the day actually made them less willing or able to make more later in the day. So this is what we call decision fatigue. It's when our ability to make good choices gets worn out as we make more and more decisions. So decision fatigue can actually leave you feeling tired and less able to stick to building a new habit and kind of fall off healthy habits as well. So when you're trying to make a new habit, make it super easy for yourself. Try and make fewer choices along the way. Simplify the whole process with what you've learned in this podcast episode. For example, if you want to start eating healthier, you can plan meals and snacks for the week ahead of time or meal prep on Sundays or the week ahead. This way, you don't have to decide what to eat in the moment. It's right there for you and you can stick to your healthy eating routine or that new habit. Or if you want to read more books, try placing a book you want to read on your nightstand before you go to bed. That way you won't have to decide whether you're going to read or scroll Instagram or go on TikTok. It's just going to make your choice so much easier if your book is sitting there waiting for you. That way you can actually really get behind this new habit of reading. The main idea here is that by reducing the amount of choices that you have to make in your daily life, you can actually save your mental energy to turn your activity of choice into a habit. My next step is to affirm your new habit. So research shows that affirming your habits and actually saying your goals out loud to yourself, it can actually boost your chances of accomplishing them. Not only that, it also improves your self-esteem. And in a study by the Journal of Social Cognitive and Effective Neuroscience, scientists showed that practicing self-affirmations can actually activate the reward centers in your brain. It's as if your brain responds to this affirmation by lighting up the same pleasure circuits that typically fire when you enjoy a delicious meal or receive a compliment or achieve another personal milestone. Your brain truly wants to believe what you say out loud, which brings me to today's action step. I want you to think of one habit that you want to implement in your life moving forward. And then I want you to design a first person affirmation that affirms that you are the type of person that does this habit. I'm going to give you some examples. If it's starting a new meditation practice, your affirmation could be, I'm a daily meditator. I prioritize being kind to my mind. Or if your habit is going to bed earlier, your affirmation could be, I'm the type of person who goes to bed at 10 p.m. so I can win the morning at 6 a.m. Or if it's a self-care habit, it could be, I'm committed to daily self-love and care because I'm worth the time and energy. Once you have your affirmation, program it into Manifesty app, which you can download in the app store. Just type in manifest, then I-E at the end, and there you can find Manifesty, which is Mindspo's manifestation app. It is the sponsor of this podcast. And in Manifesty, there are so many different functions 
functions, but one of my favorite functions is we have a custom affirmation maker. And you can just program all different types of affirmations and reminders into this, and they will pop up as little positive notifications on your phone. And you can actually use Manifesty app as the cue to start your new healthy habits. So choose a time that acts as your daily cue in your habit loop. And when this affirmation comes up, use the science, use all of the things that we've taught you in this podcast, say this affirmation out loud with conviction, really believing that you are the type of person that takes action on the things that you are setting into motion and then go and do your healthy habit. I really hope you enjoyed today's exercise. And if you are someone that takes action on all of the things that I just mentioned and you go and do this action step, I would absolutely love if you screenshot your affirmation and then post it on your stories and tag me at Rochelle underscore Fox and Manifesty so I can see your positive affirmations popping up and seeing how you are taking action from this podcast episode. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode diving into the science of habit creation. I cannot wait to hear and see what habits you are creating from this episode and I will see you in the next one. Thank you for joining me for this episode. You can discover more from Mindspo on Instagram and TikTok by following at Mindspo and myself at Rochelle underscore Fox. If this episode inspired you, then please pass it on and share the love. And if you're new to our world and you want to elevate your mind and step into your best self, then be sure to download our app Manifesty from the App Store and take advantage of the free trial. With Manifesty, you can create your own vision board movies, practice powerful meditations, and set affirmation reminders so your phone supports your journey towards that abundant vision of your future. And lastly, always remember, you create your own reality. So go and make some magic. Thank you.